Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Montana, welcome in. Nuana is now. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having an outstanding week. Happy to be spending some time with you. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. I'm Coulter Nuanez. You're listening on ESPN Radio around Western Montana, or maybe you're watching in SWX Montana Television. A lot to get to in the show today. If you want to listen or watch anywhere besides the traditional radio and TV, you can listen live. Anytime, anywhere, seven days a week, 365 days a year, by going to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Want to be a part of the show? 406 1029 That's 888-1029. You can call or text us. Our guest joins us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. And, of course, we are broadcasting through the uh, Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is new to Missoula. Go check them out online, NW. MSRocks.com. Also hit up our YouTube channel. You're going to want to be subscribed to YouTube and the podcast. Both of those things are going to get you entered in our big fall giveaway. If you haven't heard, we're giving you a Traeger grill, a Alpine Touch Care package, and a beef box from Haymaker Beef. 
our second prize. I shouldn't even say second. One of the other prizes in our fall giveaway also includes a grill, an otter box, and a cooler from Twisted Tea. What do you got to do to be entered to win any or all of that? You have to subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast, and then you also have to follow us on social media, specifically Instagram, but also Facebook, and you also got to follow Alpine Touch and Haymaker Beef. So once you do that, once you press all those buttons, once you subscribe and uh, follow, then all you got to do is text us at that phone number, 406-888-1029, to say, I'm entered. I'm entered for the fall giveaway. Hey, it's me. I want the Traeger, whatever. Tell us that you're entered in the giveaway. And then on November 20th, right before the University of Montana hosts Montana State for one of the great rivalries in all of college football, we'll be giving away those two great prizes. We also might have one other great prize to throw in there as well. But either way, it's pretty good. We give you guys a lot of stuff that I, uh, I'm i pretty excited about and actually wish I could maybe be a listener and, and win. A lot to get to today's show. Jill Olson uh, from Peak Performance and the Dylan Steiger's Concussion Project will swing by to talk all about head injuries. Not a pleasant subject, but an important one. They're doing some pretty innovative stuff over there at, the, at Peak Performance. So uh, stay tuned for that. Also had such a jam-packed Tuesday, we didn't get to our Treasure State Stars of the Week, so we'll get to that here uh, before the first hour is over. Jam-packed second hour as well, and going to be some have some fun. Our good friend Carolyn, chick who doesn't know sports, swings on by to give you her laughs for the week and also her analysis of Tom Brady on the cover of the New Wall Street Journal. <laughs> she just can't get enough of Tom Brady. In other words, she can't even stand to look at Tom Brady for one more second. And then also, the latest edition of another one of our new segments, River City Runners, featuring some of the best runners from around the city of Missoula and the state of Montana. This week, we're joined by Kenzie May. She's the reigning Girls Cross Country Runner of the Year in the state of Montana and a standout at Missoula Hellgate. But first, it's time for the second rendition of this week of Across the Sidelines, presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Welcome into the show now on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, Dixie State's head coach, Paul Peterson. And, Coach, I don't know if you remember this from back in the day, but uh, when I first started Skyline Sports, you were still at Sacramento State. I think I remember interviewing you years ago, so thanks so much. I'm back in the radio gig now here at ESPN, but I appreciate you taking some time and a uh, long time no talk, but how are you? Not good for you, buddy. Way to get back in. I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Let's start with the here and now. First and foremost, let's talk about this opportunity you have at Dixie State. My first job out of college was as a sports writer, Cover the Great Northwest Athletic Conference when Dixie had first made the move to that league. And it was a good league with Humboldt State, Central Washington. But Dixie State has gone pretty quickly from a junior college to a Division II college to now a burgeoning FCS program that will join the WAC next year. So what do you think about this opportunity? Because you've been at the helm there kind of leading the way during this transition. What did you like about the opportunity when you first took the job? What do you think the potential of Dixie State is? Oh, man, it's... um... First of all, it's a great, great place to be. We've got fantastic leadership here. Um, our president um, really had the vision to make this jump. Um, and, and the athletic department and our athletic director, Dr. Booth, done a great job of um, uh, fulfilling the plan, I guess, so to speak. It's, it's, it's a great place. It's, it's a growing city. Um, we're getting the facilities. We're getting a new press box here for next season and a new locker room, um, some things that will get upgraded to, to be able to fit and some of this competition recruiting-wise that we're going to be in. Um, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a uh, great conference, man, playing some really good football. Um, you know, it, it's it's a process, this jump. It's going to take some time. 
Um, we've got some hungry players that, that uh, want to prove that they deserve to play at this level and um, playing some really good teams, you know, so it's, it's good to see, like, uh, obviously you're the, the Montana is playing really well and um, to see what, you know, what it feels like, what we need to look like and how we, how we need to uh, um, improve and, and, and get this program so where we can compete at this level. And, um, you know, this, this, this time, uh, players especially want to get something right away, but it's, uh, it's definitely a process and it's, it's really started when I got here two years ago, two and a half years ago and um, really trying to uh, change the roster and what we look like and get some good scholarship kids. And um, it's, it's fun. It's been a fun challenge. It's a little frustrating on the losing end, but um, we're making strides in the right direction. Paul Peterson joining us, the head coach for Dixie state. They come to Missoula to take on the university of Montana. 1 PM kickoff from Washington Grizzly stadium. I know coach Alex excited about that. He does not like the night game. So he's excited to be back playing at 1 PM first and foremost, but coach, uh, kickoff time aside, you have had uh, quite a taste of the Big Sky Conference. Our Andrew Houghton, our producer on this show, as well as a writer for us at Skyline Sports, he wrote a story earlier this week, actually, about both Dixie State and San Diego playing basically the majority of the Big Sky during the non-conference this year. The fact that you guys are playing an independent schedule allows for a lot of crossover. I know it makes sense regionally, but you already played Sac State, Weber State, and UC Davis, um, three of the better teams in the Big Sky Conference this year, and now you come to take on the number six team in the country in Montana. So what have your impressions of the Big Sky so far been? What have you thought of the league as you've sort of navigated your own version of a Big Sky schedule? Yeah, you know, uh, being at Sac State as offensive coordinator for five years, and and I was at Southern Utah when we made the jump. Um, I think it's the Great West Conference, yeah, into the Big Sky. So very familiar with these teams and how great the football is back here. You know, you can you can see uh, all these Big Sky teams and the teams we're playing beating these Division One teams, or or at least making it close. And obviously uh, Montana's big win against Washington. It's good ball, and um, used to be where you, um, you know, recruiting-wise, where you get a diamond in the rough or you knew about a guy, well, everybody knows about everybody. And um, there's, there's, there's some good ball in, 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 this, in this league and these teams that we're playing. And like I said earlier, our, our goal is to be able to compete um, at this level um, week in, week out, whoever, it's, whoever it is with this conference or the conference that we're going in the whack. And it's um, definitely good for us to be able to play some really good football teams, including Montana. Let's talk about the recruiting element of this. When you're recruiting uh, to different levels of football, you're obviously selling the level that you're recruiting to, but you're also hoping to get some guys that maybe have, quote-unquote, superior talent to that level. Also, so much about non-Power 5 football is about identifying guys that maybe you can develop, uh, and and maybe they aren't just right out the box, you know, the the guys that could become great players. But from your perspective, how do you go about doing that? I mean, you guys are obviously recruiting to a team that's going to be in the whack, but how do you balance that? And obviously you guys were good the last couple years uh, before moving up as well. So uh, there's obviously some crossover between D2 and D1 as well. So just tell me about kind of your recruiting philosophy. Yeah, yeah, no question. I mean, really right now with the FBS schools and FCS schools, I think for the most part, besides those early offer kids, we're, we're on the same athlete, right? And so you kind of get that uh, pecking order, that trickle-down effect with with um, who's left, who's going to be a good fit for your program. And you're exactly right with the, with the developmental potential. Yeah, we're going to take that kid that's maybe a little skinny for uh, for that for that Mountain West school or, or – um, 
or 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 maybe he's just got a, uh, an inch shorter, you know. Or but he's but he's fast, you know. We're going to try and develop those type of kids and get them in our weight room, and and by the time they're juniors and seniors, they're fitting in right and competing with these with these bigger schools. And I think that was um, it's shown it's shown up with these FCS schools beating these um, beating these FBS uh, schools too. So yeah, we've got to do a really good job identifying guys we're going to fit, we're going to we're going to thrive in our culture that want to get better that want to reach their, reach their potential. And it's our job to put them in situations to be successful both on and off the field. And, and um, yeah, the, the big thing is, is that um, here pretty quick, there's not going to be um, a big gap that we're missing in facilities or, or even scholarships. We, we made that commitment to get our scholarships right on the par. And so it should look pretty similar. So, you know, come to, come to our spot, check out what we have to offer. If it's not the right fit, then, then we wish you good luck. If it is, let's go. Paul Peterson joining us. He's the head coach for Dixie State. Dixie State comes to Missoula this weekend, take on the Grizzlies. This is our Across the Sidelines segment. We do this twice a week, highlighting the head coaches from the opponents for both Montana and Montana State. You're listening to Nuanez now on ESPN Radio, and maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana Television, Across the Sidelines, presented by Mike Nugent Berkshire Hathaway. Mike Nugent Berkshire Hathaway, your local real estate expert. Could be a good time to buy. Could be a good time to sell. No matter what you're thinking, Mike Nugent, Berkshire Hathaway has the answers. They are your local real estate experts around the great state of Montana. Uh, Coach, uh, the Cedar City and St. George area, that part is the uh, fascinating part to me because it is, like you said, it's growing as fast as anywhere in the country. So in your mind, how can can a, a sort of a blossoming community like that cater to the growth of athletics? Well, I just think our 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 reach. Uh, you know, it, it primarily when I was growing up, this was a small town that you went to spring break. It's a little bit warmer. We kind of have the same weather as as Las Vegas. You know, Salt Lake. You have the the, the mountains and the skiing, and and so we come down here for spring break. But it's it's kind of a uh, used to be a little bit of a secret. You know, now we got a ton of people moving in from from Nevada and California, and really from all over. And so it's 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 a uh, it's, it's growing. You know, we've got this tech ridge where we've got a lot of companies coming in and that just helps our university and with this potential name change. Um, so it, it, it's awesome. You know, just up the street, you got, you got Southern Utah university and, and, um, I, I, th- I think it's a great healthy rivalry, um, that, that, that we want to, we want to, uh, pass them up, I guess, you know, that's, that's, that's really the goal. And they've, they've been established once some big sky championships. And so we've got our work, cut out for us but that's a great start we were going to play them uh, last year in 2020 but um with covid we, we had to postpone that but we got a chance to a shot at weber and they're a good football team so um it's just it's just growing so much there's a ton of momentum here and and it's it's definitely a positive environment for, for a kid to come to and for really to, to coach at too i i hope i'm here for a long time it's fascinating too when you think about schools that have made moves or jumps or or whatever because obviously the ideal example of all of them is Boise State. Boise State went from yeah. junior college to the one double A to powerhouse at the FBS level, and so much of that though was because of Boise's explosion. The fact that Boise went from a little mountain town of eighty thousand people to now I don't even know what by six hundred and fifty thousand people. I mean it's a massive city by Northwest. Uh, America standards, so uh, there there is right. sort of a blueprint out there, but I do think it's a fascinating fold just when you think about these cities that are uh, expanding and, and growing. I mean, Bozeman, Montana, Missoula, Montana are sort of in the same boat right now, too, with everybody moving out yeah. west, but I, th- I do think it's fascinating to see the way that uh, athletics can sort of harness that uh, community momentum, so to speak. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit it on the head with Boise. They had that. They had a great formula, and and really, um, they they had a vision, right? They saw that this was going to be that it was going to be a great place to be. And our, I think, our president, like I said earlier, had had the vision um, to be able to make this jump. You know, we could be nice and comfortable division two, but we're gonna take some take take some lumps and get this process moving. But I think I think the vision's right. And I think it's very good comparison with Boise. Paul Peterson, Dixie State, joining us. The Trailblazers play at Montana Saturday afternoon here in Missoula. And, Coach, let's talk about the actual game at hand. What is your scout overall in Montana? They're coming off a nationally televised game. Uh, But when you look at the film specifically, what stands out, what defines the Grizzlies as you prepare for this game? You know, they're they're a great football team. Coach Houck's done a great job. Second stint up there. He's always had good football teams that are physical, um, that love football. You can see it watching the film. They play tremendously hard. You know, it's fun. It's fun finding that number thirty-seven on defense. You know, that's that's been cool to see. Uh, what a great tradition that way. Um, we got one similar um, on our team with with number three. We had a linebacker pass away and Abraham Reinhardt, and we we've kind of used it similar to what you guys do with thirty-seven. But um, that person exemplifies our uh, our culture and our standards, and that's Milwaukee, Milwaukee. But um, yeah, you know, seeing seeing Coach Houck's son out there flying around too, the safety position. You know, they've got some. They're going to they're going to get after you, right? They're going to put a lot of pressure on you. As you saw in Washington that they um, put them in tough situations and 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 really got Washington off schedule, some hard down and distances, and and a really close game. They've been they've been phenomenal holding teams to not very many points um, besides last game, and that that came down. They had to have you know you having that little comeback with their quarterback is a really good player, but. Um, yeah, great defense, great offense. They're going to find the playmakers and and put it in their hands. And and um, you know they really want to control the line of scrimmage, and that's something that we we've definitely got to work on on both sides of the ball. Where we got to we got to get up there and compete and stop the run, and and also be able to run the football that we didn't have very so much success with the last week. But um, good good challenge for us. Uh, great opportunity for us to get better as well. Montez defense specifically, they send so much pressure. I think that when coaches talk about it, they talk about the percentage being somewhere around 60 to 70% of the time Montana's bringing a blitz of some sort. So how does that match up to what you guys do offensively, and how do you go about mitigating um, some of those things? Because uh, if Montana gets rolling defensively, they can sort of overwhelm you with the amount yeah. of pressure they bring. Yeah, I mean, it feels like they want to – I'm sure their their offense, you know, feeds off that momentum that they that they have. You know, ton of – they got 18 sacks on the year, eight interceptions – a bunch of tackles for loss. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I mean, that's what you want to do as a defense. And, you know, uh, offense. We love second and medium and third and shorts, and they don't have very many down the distances like that. It seems like they're all backed up or have a tackle for loss, and so that's tough to climb out of. So for us, it's critical critical to control that line of scrimmage. If they're going to pressure that much, there's going to be some there's going to be some open areas on the football field, and and um, you know we've got to be able to collect it in the run game. And, and, and also in, in, in the past game, there's going to be some open areas to be able to hit those guys. And our quarterback's got to be on point and lead the defense. And, and I'm sure they're going to have some, some wrinkle for us, but you know they're going to pressure us. That's some of the things that we've struggled with. So we've, we've definitely emphasized that, obviously. But um, it's that matchup battle. We've got to win our one-on-ones and, and uh, get into our playmakers' hands so they got to have a chance. Tell us about your team a little bit. Uh, who are some players to watch, and, and what do you like about some of the guys that, that you got on your squad as you guys come to Missoula? Yeah, you know, I think I think Jalen Powell's really really stepped up. He's our inside slot receiver. He's one of our main targets, and um, he's he done a really good job for us. Um, was a captain in in, in the springtime, and um, he, he's a kick returner for us. And, and um, 
when he gets that opportunity, you can see he can he can run a little bit. Our, our quarterback situation, we've we've had um, some inconsistent play um, at that position, but I expect uh, Kenyon Oblad to bounce back and and um, and he's a UNLV transfer for us and, and and perform well at a high level. You know, we're pretty pretty young. Um, I want to say we got 65 freshmen and. And, and about 85 freshmen and sophomores on our roster. And so just getting these guys in position to be able to compete against these guys is huge for us and get that experience under their belt. A couple of these freshmen are, are tackles, um, Cannon Pamphiloff and, and Ty Hyde. Those are guys that have really bright futures for us. And, um, you know, uh, Cade, Cade Beach is another guy, and Quali Conley, our running back. Um, these are guys that you're going to hear a lot. Drew Canales Robles, our senior running back, has a good, good, been a good player for us um, this season. Need to get find ways to get him the ball. And that's uh, offensively. Tyrell Grayson on defense, our safety, and Darius Nash, our other safety, those are two names. Uh, Tyrell broke a record early in the season. I think he had 21 tackles or 20 tackles, and, and he flies around the football, makes him play a lot of like, uh, like your Hauk guy, you know. And, and um, um, Devin Perkins, another good good cornerback. He's a young freshman for us, has done some really good things for us. Um, yeah, so there's a couple guys. That's Malaki Malaki I already mentioned. He's, he's the guy that wears like your number 37. He wears our number three. You'll hear him a lot, his name a lot. He's He's got a lot of energy, and he's got a lot of uh, a good leader for us and, and um, um, likes getting everybody fired up, so you'll definitely notice him in the game for sure. Well, Coach, we look forward to watching your team on Saturday, and it should be a good one. It's supposed to be at least decent weather in Missoula, and that always means uh, raucous crowds and a fun atmosphere. But last question for you, I know yeah. you played your college ball at Boston College, so give us your scout on Matty Ryan. Has he got another run left in him, and what do you think of Matt Ryan's Matty in the league? <laughs> Matty Iceman, I, I, so he was just a freshman. I was a, I was a JC transfer, and right. so we, we obviously played play together. But um, <laughs> just seeing his success has been it makes me smile. I think so, man. He's a fierce competitor. He, he looks like he's got some guys surrounded. He's he's been thin a little bit these past few years after that Super Bowl, but it looks like he's got some weapons. And man, he just doesn't seem to age. Finds the dudes all over the field, man. Good for him. Well, coach, appreciate the time today, and best of luck on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, we look forward to coming up there. We we always appreciate it. Montana fans are great. It's a great atmosphere. It's fun. It's what, really what college football is all about, man. So we look forward to coming up there. Thanks for having me on. Paul Peterson, Dixie State head coach. Across the sidelines, presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Could be a good time to buy. Could be a good time to sell. No matter what you're in the market for, Mike Nugent's got you covered. Give him a call, 531-1802 today. That's 531-1802. And remember, every question is good to ask. Speaking of the game on Saturday, I got another hookup for you. Gosh, we got so many hookups, man. I can't take all the credit for it. We got a great promotions and sales group around here at Missoula Broadcasting Company as well. But the Stone of Accord, one of our great supporters here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, they're nice enough to give us four, count them, four tickets to Saturday's Grizz game. And they got a $50 gift card for you as well. What do you got to do? Nothing. Just listen to the show. You just got to be you, and then you got to come uh you got to call us tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be giving away the, the, the four tickets and the $50 gift card to Stone of Accord on the show tomorrow, but then you're going to have to come see us on Saturday. I say have. You're going to get to come see us on Saturday. And uh, we will be having our pre-game uh, show there from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot at the base of the walking bridge for an hour and a half before kick. We're going to be going from 11 until about 1230 leading up to that 1 p.m. kick. So come hang out with us. The Badlander will be slanging some drinks. Twisted Tea will be giving away some samples. we got a sweet RV from RV Truck Sales. And for one lucky winner, which we'll give away during tomorrow's Nuanas Now, 
We got a four-pack of tickets to the Grizz football game against Dixie State, plus a $50 gift card courtesy of Stone of Accord. Nuana is now ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Go follow all of the social medias. It's easy. You're going to get entered to win a bunch of cool stuff. So just do it. Follow ESPN Missoula, Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast and the Nuanas Now YouTube channel. Once you've done all that, 406-888-1029. Text us, say I'm in. I'm entered. The fall giveaway, whatever. Phrase it however you want. to say I'm in. I want a trigger. I'm in. I want Alpine Touch. And we got sweet prizes for you. Alpine Touch, uh, your supply of that, plus a Traeger Grill, plus a beef box from Haymaker Beef, or we got an Otter Box, a cooler, and a grill from Twisted Tea. All you got to do is subscribe to all of our various social media channels, podcasts, and YouTube. We're blowing this up new age style. It's all multimedia all the time here at ESPN Missoula. Hope you're enjoying it. Seems like a pretty easy deal to me, though. I know all you guys already got your phone in your hand right now. You're on Instagram probably anyways, so just go on there. Find ESPN Missoula, find Alpine Touch, find Haymaker Beef. Once you do that, 888-1029, and let us know that you are all the way signed up. November 20th, that's right, Judgment Day, Montana State at Montana in Missoula. will be giving away those great prizes leading up to the game that Saturday afternoon. What can you do about lingering symptoms from maybe a previous head injury? How can you prevent head injuries before they occur. What all involved? What is all involved in a head injury and how can it affect your psychology, your state of mind, and your overall physical health? Jill Olson from Peak Performance Physical Therapy and the Dylan Steiger's Concussion Project will tell you the answers to all those serious yet important questions. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Eagles captured the first crosstown showdown of the football season in the Garden City while some of the other top contenders continued to roll. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In the first Garden City clash this season, Missoula Big Sky took down Missoula Hellgate last week, 42-35 at Missoula County Public Stadium. Caleb Wren threw three touchdown passes, each to different players as the Eagles won for the second time this season. Connor Dick threw four touchdowns for the Knights, who fell to two and three. Missoula Sentinel and Billings West continue to roll with a pair of lopsided victories. The defending Class AA state champion Spartans took apart winless Kalispell Flathead 54-0, while West raced past Billings Skyview 63-0 for its fifth straight win. Bona High pulled even with Kalispell Glacier in the Western AA standings with a 48-24 win over the Wolfpack. Bengals quarterback Caden Hewitt, a future Grizzly, threw three touchdowns and ran for three more in the win. Helena held Jake Randina, Class AA's leading rusher, to just 39 yards on the ground. In the top Class A game of the weekend, second-ranked Laurel took down number three Billings Central 28-14 behind a standout game running the ball 
football. And in hoops news, former Montana State standout Tyler Hall is getting another shot with the New York Knicks. Hall, Big Sky Conference's all-time leader in career points and three-pointers made, signed a non-guaranteed contract to fill the 20th spot on the New York Knicks preseason roster, according to Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. One of my favorite groups of all time, man. Soundgarden. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Gone too soon. Chris Cornell, everything he did, I loved, man. Whether it was Soundgarden or Audio Slave, Prophets of Rage, whatever. Pretty darn transcendent artist, pretty unbelievable talent, and uh, certainly gone too soon. It's Nuanas now. 1029 ESPN Radio, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. If you're heard there in the Sports Center, a lot of high school scores, of course, and uh, we'll get you all prepped up for the weekend that's coming tomorrow, during tomorrow's show. I also have a little bit more high school coverage coming up here in about 15 minutes with our Treasure State Stars as well. But also the end of the Sports Center there, Tyler Hall under the New York Knicks roster. He's on the 20-man roster, non-guaranteed contract, but it is a shot for the Big Sky Conference's all-time leading scorer, one of the great players in Montana State Hoops history. Tyler Hall's a great litmus test for, for me in evaluating guys because there's been some pretty darn good guys in the Big Sky Conference as of late, you know, last 10 years. Of course, Damian Lillard gets all the headlines. Rodney Stuckey from, you know, 12, 15 years ago at Eastern Washington, also a great one who went to the NBA. But guys like Tyler Hall, Michael Ogine, uh, Ahmad Rory, Quentin Hooker, there's been some some dudes, Jeremy Sanglin, and uh, Tyler Hall's, though, I know that in the western Montana side of the world, he's a bobcat, so a lot of people around the parts of the world that I'm living in right now in Missoula uh, always wanted to to not necessarily give him the credit where credit's due, but I was telling my brother this the other day, or I was asking him, I guess, who are the most entertaining athletes we've covered in our I guess it'll be eight years now working together and, and our seventh year of Skyline Sports uh, in its full iteration. And we both agree, Tyler Hall's one of the best, man. And he was up and down in a lot of the Bobcat Grizz rivalry games, but his 37-point game against Montana in Bozeman, which is the lone victory for the Bobcats over the Grizzlies over the last decade in the men's basketball side of the rivalry, was one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen. And he's a phenomenal shot maker. He's one of the most fun guys I ever uh, watched. I know that people that are haters would say, hey, he can't play defense. He's not an NBA-level athlete. Both those things are true. That's why he's not in the NBA. But he is an NBA-level shooter. And if he can continue to work on his athleticism, his defense, he might get a shot because he can shoot it as good as anybody I've ever seen. I mean, Brian Fish brought him to Bozeman. Brian Fish brought Kyle Korver to Creighton. Brian Fish says Tyler Hall is a better shooter than Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver is one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. He wasn't that when he first got to the league. 
but he made himself into that. So it's just cool for a guy that has Montana roots, Montana ties, to still be making his way in what I consider the hardest league to excel and go pro in on the earth, and that's the NBA. Going outside the box here a little bit, this is a rather somber but important interview. I caught up with Joel Olson from the Dylan Steiger's Concussion Project last week. Head injuries, they're a big deal. Listen up, because you might be suffering from stuff that you never knew before. And maybe, just maybe, Joel Olson has a way to help you. Well, happy now to be joined by somebody who I've known for quite some time, but her first time back in studio in a couple years, and her first time in our new ESPN studios here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, Jill Olson from Peak Performance Physical Therapy. Jill, excited to have you here. How are you doing? Coulter, being here in your new studio is amazing. This is so awesome. Congratulations. Well done. Well, thank you very much. And congratulations on all the awards you just keep breaking in. Hey. That's pretty impressive to say, I knew you win. <laughs> <laughs> well, we try hard and I love bringing the good stuff to the people around the great state of Montana. A couple different entry points here, but first and foremost, let's talk about your work with the Dylan Steyer's Concussion Project. This one's something that's uh, definitely something I think about a lot because Dylan was only a grade younger than me. He was a phenomenal athlete. I played Pretty much every sport against him. Little Grizz, baseball, I mean, always. We were always competing. He was definitely one of the guys that was the best guys in the class right below me. So, I've, I mean, I competed with Dylan relentlessly all the time. And uh, tragically, he passed away when he was playing football over at Eastern Oregon. And uh, it's something that we still think about a lot. It's, it's been, what, now a decade? Is that right? Since Dylan passed? Yeah, so a little bit more than a decade, mm-hmm. man. I'll never forget that I was living in Washington at the time, but I'll never forget the day I read about that. It was just devastating news because he was an awesome dude and a really great athlete. But this has spearheaded something that's very cool. You guys have been doing the Dylan Steyer's Concussion Project for quite some time. So tell people a little bit more about the organization. Well, we started our Concussion Project in 2009 as we started to identify all of the issues of undiagnosed concussions, undertreated concussions, and the gamut of concussions. I had sent a group of my therapists to a national conference, and they had attended a whole gamut of sports medicine um, conferences and conferences with the federal government treating our veterans. And they came back and said, we have got to change the way we're identifying and treating concussions, and we have to do it immediately with our sports population. Because at that time, I mean, you grew up, what did they do if you had a concussion? How many fingers do you see? Exactly. How do you feel? Smelling salts. Smelling salts. Totally. You know, just, it was just a ding, coach. I'm fine. Put me back in. Totally. So at that time, we really started to realize that all those issues that we recognized as like, oh, just had my bell rung, just a clock ringer, just a ding. I'm fine. No problem. Put me in. Really was a concussion in so many totally. instances. And so we really quickly beefed up our whole program of concussion identification and treatment. Of course, coaches didn't want to hear what we had to say. We We did a big campaign of um, education for teams and coaches and parents and hockey coaches would say, I can't hold my athletes out for 10 days if they're showing signs of concussion. I'd lose my whole bench. So it was a lot of that resistance where the Mm -hmm. awareness was raised and they wanted to do what was in the best interest of their athletes, but the fear of literally losing their whole bench if you took every hockey player out at that time. So uh, slowly we started increasing education, but a lot of resistance and it was hard uh, hard information for athletes and parents and coaches to start to process as to the true complexity of concussions. So unfortunately, when Dylan died, I said, now, unfortunately, Missoula is a captive audience. 
right. they're going to listen. And it's always those tragic events that causes us to slow down and really start to listen. And so I asked Tom and Cindy Steigers, Dylan's parents, if we could name our program in honor of Dylan. And of course, they were honored and very passionate about increasing the awareness and the identification of concussions and um, helping those in the community. We know with Dylan, looking back at high school, he his grades started to suffer. A lot more irritability, a lot right. more suicidal ideations, a lot of struggles in his junior and senior year of high school that mm-hmm. started to escalate. And we know he had multiple concussions. We know that he didn't report him. He was tough and strong and resilient and all of those qualities that you had just mentioned. And he wanted to play more than anything. And athletes will do what they need to do to play. And and that's what Dylan did. So there were times where his athletic trainer would actually have to lock up his helmet knowing that he had had one and could see the objective signs, which Dylan would deny. She'd literally lock his helmet up so he couldn't play. So we've really grown our Dylan Steiger's Concussion Project with the mission of education, testing, and protecting. So educating the community about the identification and management of concussions, testing with enhancing, we're constantly enhancing our uh, baseline concussion tests, which have now evolved to more of a brain health assessment. And it's um, allowed us, or the Dylan Steiger's Concussion Project, being a nonprofit, has really helped us pour a lot of money into the latest uh, trends and the golden standard of objective identification and measurements of the ocular motor system and the vestibular system and ways that we can get some very concrete biomarkers of the potential impact of concussion. And then uh, with protecting our athletes from future concussions. The rise of mental health awareness has been very big in society the last couple of years. Absolutely. But there's some crossover here, right? Because oftentimes, I, I guess your predisposition to having mental health, I don't want to say issues, but mental health challenges can sometimes be reflective of maybe something that a uh, post-concussion syndrome, right? Or, or some exactly sort of, right. right? The, the reason that some of this brain health assessment is so important is so that you don't have a misdiagnosis, right? Because there's an opportunity maybe for somebody to have a diagnosis of some sort of depression or anxiety that's actually stemming from something different a chemical change in their brain from some sort of injury right exactly it's either or or both and and the problem with concussions is they play dirty so they go right to those weak links if you have a history of attention deficit depression Mm. anxiety irritability migraine learning uh difficulties, then that's oftentimes where the concussions hit and they hit them hard and they can blow those symptoms up a little bit more. Number one, they play dirty. They'll go to those weak links. Number two, long-term impact of concussion, short and long-term impact of concussion can lead to depression, anxiety, irritability. And we also know that 65% of concussions involve the vestibular system. Now, Coulter, I asked you this, and you shook your head no, vague vague awareness. But I usually say if I ask 10 people on the street what the vestibular system is and what it does, maybe one of 10 could tell me. And if they they tell me, it's usually a vague look that says, well, doesn't that have something to do maybe with equilibrium or balance? Well, that's kind of where we are in the medical world, that most medical schools and trained medical professionals have very little training in identifying and treating the vestibular system. Hmm. 65% of concussions we're finding now can impact the vestibular system. 90% of concussions can impact uh, your visual movement patterns, dynamic vision. So those, when those areas are overloaded and those systems are weak, we also see 
irritability, anxiety, depression. So it's information overload, shutdown, and when you have overload on the brain, those are often symptoms that we see. So when you're looking at anxiety, depression, irritability, uh, those types of emotional, mental issues, we have to tease out, is that vestibular impairment, ocular motor impairment, mental health impairment, uh, migraine history that can also produce those areas. There's so many layers to these concussions that need to be peeled back and and PTSD. You know, there's Mm -hmm. history of PTSD. Those are also symptoms of that. So oftentimes it can be either or or both and and having the skills and abilities to assess that. Jill Olson here on Nuanez Now for Peak Performance Physical Therapy as well as the Dylan Staggers Concussion Project. We're going to get into some more of this brain health assessment stuff because I think this is fascinating. But I have a question maybe for this rise in awareness of traumatic brain injuries has been something that's been relatively recent, you know, last 10 years or so. And you guys have been sort of on the forefront of that here in Missoula and around Montana. But there's probably a lot of people listening to this show that remember playing high school football or playing college football 15, 20 years ago that are probably thinking to themselves, oh yeah, I remember when we played Helena and I got knocked out and I went back into the game right away. Is there a way to post-diagnose and or remedy if you have had traumatic brain injuries in the past? Like, could a guy like me get help for something that happened to him 15 or 20 years ago? You know, it's, um, I don't want to say it's stunning, but I get frequent calls from guys just like you. I don't know. But I'll get calls of men in their 20s and 30s and say, I've heard your ads. I've read more about concussion. I'm really irritable. My wife wants me to do something. I'm anxious all the time. I can't sleep. I have like panic attacks. I'm afraid I have CTE. My memory's going. Is there anything that can be done for someone like me? And I've had two or three call and schedule and then cancel because they're so afraid to come in. They don't want I've to had a couple of them where it's like, I've heard that name before and I'll Google it. And it's someone that may have recently been arrested with an altercation. Hmm. And I'm seeing, you know, hit and run, run from the police, um, all of these things. And I'm thinking that is someone with history of concussion, right. you know, a college collegiate football player, hockey player, totally. uh, a whole string of diagnosed and mostly undiagnosed concussions. And there's so much that we can do for them now. And, and for their wives. <laughs> <laughs> no question. But, uh, you know, it's, the brain can't heal what the brain can't see. And right. when men especially are very out of touch with their feelings, and my biggest job, I tell them, is to get them in touch with their feelings so they can identify the first triggers. Is it eye movement patterns? Is it driving, busy environments, flashing lights, uh, large crowds? If they're, if they're not interpreting and processing eye movements in the vestibular system is not working accurately. Again, information overload. They shut down. Men, we typically see irritability and anxiety. Women, they may become more withdrawn and depressed. One of the most chilling articles I've ever read in Sports Illustrated this last year, it was about the 12 men who played linebacker at USC in the late 1980s. And it was through the lens of one of the surviving members, but five of these guys had all died from Uh, Not normal circumstances, Mm -hmm. mostly things that are stemming from, like you're talking about, depression, anxiety, things that are stemming from traumatic brain injuries. The most prominent of them being Junior Seau, who has kind of become, for lack of a better term, the poster child for guys with CTE that suffered massive head injuries. People couldn't couldn't grasp why would Junior Seau, this 
larger-than-life character, the toughest, coolest guy in every room he's ever been in. Mm -hmm. Why would he take his own life? And this is a a byproduct of that, probably, right? I mean, the guy played 20 years in the NFL. It has to be correlated. Oh, it's so correlated. And so many of these ex-athletes, they're they're literally scared to death and afraid to embrace it, afraid of the answers, afraid of what they're going to find. And when I see so many of those issues, with, especially with our pro-athletes, I look at those and say those oftentimes were athletes that were treated by the traditional sports medicine model, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, and treated mostly by orthopedic surgeons and right. orthopedics that were part of the sports medicine team. Right, people that are great at diagnosing if you have a high ankle sprain or Absolutely. a torn meniscus. All of the, you know, traditional orthopedic sports medicine injuries, but they most likely did not have a lot of training in vestibular and ocular right. motor and um, psychosocial and the mental health aspects. And so, again, undiagnosed, un, uh, undetermined, mismanaged, minimalized, mistreated. Right. And we've, we've come a long way, but we have a long way to go. That's probably the hardest part of the stigma, especially when it comes to like contact sports, toughness sports, right? Right. Is even if you do have a really bad ankle sprain, there is an element of toughness where you might be able to play through it, your mm-hmm. wrist, you know, your finger, whatever. But this is really, I mean, it is foolish to try to play through a traumatic brain injury, right? Absolutely. And I've treated so many uh, Grizzly football players and local athletes and ex-pro athletes. And I tell them, welcome to the front line of the Dylan Steiger's Concussion Project. You now are an advocate for concussion. You now are going to be one out there educating others. And you've come from a world where it's a very gray injury. It's a soft injury. It's a sissy injury. If you're standing on the sidelines and just watching practice with sunglasses and a hat because you can hardly move your eyes or tolerate the light, um, you... Your players come up and you look fine. You look great. Oh, you're back to right. normal. We need you, buddy. Right. Get back in the game. Like we if you're, need if you're you. on crutches, no one says anything to you, right? Exactly. It, but if, you, exactly. if you're just staying there, but this is my actually the most serious injury you can yes. have. And, and we're so, as a nation, as a world, so undereducated in the ramification of concussion mm-hmm. that uh, that's the best thing they can do is educate others, educate their coaches and their teammates because I say, I guarantee there's going to be another teammate right behind you. And whatever you can do to join us on the front line of education this is this is where we are Joel Olson in studio with me talking Dylan Steiger's concussion project Ryan Burke was a guy that, that was kind of like this right yes. I mean I remember he he had come on the show before and he was one of the ones that did have the strength to say hey it's enough is enough yeah. I want to have a good quality of life you know playing for the Grizz is awesome mm-hmm. being able to do things later in life is much more awesome living a full life is much more awesome so I was always proud of him for sort of recognizing that but that's sort of rare right I mean a lot of these guys don't necessarily want to or need to walk away they sort of feel beholden to the game oh absolutely and when that's your life. You know, you've got grandparents and uncles and parents and coaches and team members, especially when you get into the collegiate level. Totally. It becomes your identity. It it is your identity. It's your family. It's your lineage. It's your legacy. Right. And it's so painful to walk with athletes in the midst of those decisions. Right. And and yet so freeing once they make the right decision for them. And I always tell them, I'm not here to tell you you can't play. I am here to get you as strong as possible so that when you go back to play, it's a really strong yes. Absolutely, I'm 100% at the top of my game. I'm ready. If you're going in with a weak yes, then we've got more work to do. And when they get to those points where they are starting to see some of the long-term issues of the anxiety, the irritability, the learning difficulties, the 
school difficulties and they do start to see I've got my whole life ahead of me and I need to start training for that. Talk about things you can do to, to help with this. You guys have your brain health assessment, so this is something where you can basically get a baseline of what your brain functionality is before you ever incur a concussion. Right. You guys also have some ability to help people that maybe have had brain injuries in the past as well. So tell them about some of the stuff that, that Peak Performance Physical Therapy has available. Well, that's where we've really evolved from our baseline concussion test that we used mm-hmm. to have before to now our brain health assessment. Right. Because we know with the baseline concussion test, there's a lot of research out there. Are they valuable? Are they worthy? Are they reproducible? And for the most part, they're not necessarily reproducible. It depends on who they see and if that doctor or practitioner is using the exact same thing that we used. But we've realized that the most important aspect of that is the evaluation and the screening and the number of uh athletes that we've picked up on weak areas with their vestibular system and their ocular motor system. And if those are areas that have always been weak, they need to be addressed immediately. Oftentimes they can relate it to previous dings, bell ringers, clock ringers, um, diagnosed concussions. And then we can get them on a treatment program. So again, they're playing with a very strong, yes, I'm at the top of my game. The other thing we're looking at now is reaction time. And Mm -hmm. that is one area that can be really impacted with concussions. And if your reaction time is slowed, then your chance of injury is much greater. Your ability to see a ball and react to it, something coming towards you, any kind of injury is uh, really impaired with impaired reaction time. And that's where we see a lot of increased injuries following concussions. It's a pretty obvious entry point if you get hurt in any form or fashion, brain injury or otherwise, to then find a physical therapist and and go get yourself some rehab. But there's a lot of different people that are probably out there struggling with everything from maybe post-concussion syndrome to something else that's physically wrong with them. So is that a thing? I mean, just sort of general life maintenance in the physical therapy world? Absolutely. And with my staff, we're very eclectic and Mm well-rounded that we've got several experts in various areas as a whole. We've got really good general knowledge and then we have the experts within us. So uh, say concussions, we have to look at the cervical spine, the thoracic spine, TMJ. Oftentimes there's a lot of, uh, it's hard to have a concussion without a whiplash injury and it's hard to have a whiplash injury without a concussion. And those areas need to be really fine tuned and treated. Uh, The vestibular system needs to have a very thorough assessment, ocular motor system of the dynamic eye tracking, uh, history of migraines and cognitive fatigue. And then when we see those areas that may be involved then we have the exact specialist to refer them to this is excellent i think that there's all sorts of things that can be beneficial to a whole variety of our listeners out there again joe olson peak performance physical therapy part of the dylan Sires concussion project if people want more information on this or if they're worried about their own selves after they hear this i mean how do they get a hold of you call us at 406-542-0808 and that's the peak performance physical therapy number and we can field any calls we have physical therapists that are uh anxiously waiting to return your calls with any questions you have because this will raise a lot of questions of some symptoms that you might be having and wondering what's causing them and what kind of treatments available. You can also go online peakpt-mt.com that's peakpt-mt.com Jill very informative and very important thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for being on the front line of the Dylan Steiger's concussion project Coulter. So there you go maybe not the most uh Happy-go-lucky, but uh, definitely important information. So um, certainly head injuries across sports become much more visible and and 
widely at least more uh, they've, they've been talked about more and they're being analyzed more and things are being done to help mitigate and prevent uh, but there's a lot of side effects that could be lingering out there for you so if you are feeling bad maybe consider uh, going to get yourself checked out take care of yourself speaking of taking care of yourself I was uh, once again feeling a little jealous of all the stuff that we give you, the fine listeners here of this fine radio show, Nuanas Now. And uh, oftentimes, I go treat myself to something that I think I wish I could have won on the radio because we give you all sorts of good stuff. So the other day I was downtown and uh, swung on by Warren's Market, got myself a sandwich. I went with the uh, TBLT, a little Havarti cheese on there. Mm, get it on a baguette, delish. One of the best sandwiches you're going to find. I also picked up a little six-pack, uh, get some IPA. And so now, because I like to pay it forward, we're giving you a six-pack and a sandwich from Oregon's Market. So give us a call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, caller number three. We got a six-pack and a sandwich for you. All you got to do is give your name to Andrew. He'll give you your name to Warden's. Then you swing by Warden's anytime Probably got to wait until maybe tomorrow, but I don't know. They maybe they get you on the list tonight if you want to go stop by there. Probably just wait till after 6 p.m. after this show is over. But either way, we'll get you on the list. Call us right now. Call number 3, 888-1029. Got a six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Treasure State Stars, who was the best of the week around the great state of Montana. That's coming at you next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, which brings us around the great state of Montana each and every weekday from 4 to 6 p.m. Time now for our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union of Missoula. Parkside Credit Union, no matter what you're in the market for, for financing, whether you need a car loan, you want to buy a new boat, house, mortgage, home equity, 
Parkside Credit Union is a great place to go because they love to hear you ask and they love to say yes. They also are proud supporters of Treasure State Stars where we highlight some of the best performances from around the state of Montana each and every week. We usually do this on Tuesdays, but Tuesday's been kind of busy, especially the way it's been rolling uh, lately, and I appreciate being busy. Love all of our awesome supporters and sponsors and listeners. You guys are blowing it up for us right now, which I got to say, I, we could not do it without you, but it is awesome to be a part of, and it's awesome to bring it to you because I think that what we're doing, I think the show's be, been well-received, and uh, it, I, I don't do it for any other reason than I hope that you really enjoy yourself while you're hanging out with me. Uh, can I just say star number one? This is a fascinating one because how do you replace the greatest – that a team has ever had. Claire Howard was objectively the greatest goalkeeper in the history of the University of Montana. Uh, she's perhaps the greatest goalkeeper in the history of the Big Sky Conference. She set the Big Sky Conference record for shutouts in a career. She was a all-conference and all-region selection goalkeeper of the year in the league multiple times. And I'm not saying this young lady is there yet, but she is off to a phenomenal start. Camelia Zhu, she is a redshirt freshman, from uh, Burnaby, Connecticut, which is, I guess she's from Port Moody, technically, but she went to Burnaby Se- Secondary School, which Burnaby's uh, a suburb of Vancouver. So just Vancouver, British Columbia, is where this young lady's from, redshirt freshman goalkeeper. But she stepped in for Claire Howard, and uh, she has not missed a beat. In fact, she's been as good as you could possibly imagine. She has won three straight, count them, three straight, Big Sky Conference Defensive Soccer Player of the Year, or Player of the Week awards, excuse me, and it's the first time since 2005 a Big Sky athlete has been named the Defensive Player of the Week three times in a row or four times in a single season. So four times already this year, including three in a row. Last week, she posted shutouts over Sacramento State uh, and Portland State. That get, brings her shutout streak this year to – those are seventh and eighth shutouts of the year already. And uh, – so that means she already has matched Claire Howard's program record for shutouts in a single season. So she is rolling right along. She has, she's averaging 0.61 goals per game given up. She hasn't allowed a goal since September 5th. It's October 7th, people. That's 665 scoreless minutes. The Grizz have faced 87 consecutive shots without one reaching the net. So Camellia Zoo filling the big shoes of Claire Howard. And then some. What a debut by a redshirt freshman. And Chris Chitavitsky, he's got it going right now. The Lady Grizz soccer team, they're 7-4-1 overall. They're 3-0-1 in conference play. The recent the recent shutout against Portland State, that was in a tie. It ended 0-0. But in their three conference wins, they've won one nothing each time. So who does that point to? Oftentimes the goalkeeper. That seems to be the formula for Montana. I know they're trying to get a little bit more uh, – Explosiveness in the offense and and uh, on the attack, but Camelia Zoo when she's in the net, pretty good advantage. So congratulations to her on a good start to her career. Treasure State star number two, Bella Johnson. She is a sophomore at Billings West, and she won the Class AA Girls State Championship in golf last week at Cottonwood Hills in Bozeman. This young lady went out and shot a, shot a first round seventy one. When I was living in Bozeman, Cottonwood Hills is, was my home course. Man. It's a tough course. There's all sorts of trees. It's a really mature course, so the trees are huge. There's a couple holes where you have to take these crazy angles, like hole five. If you want to take a risk, you can risk it for the biscuit and try to go up over the top of these giant cottonwood trees. you got to hit it about 305 on the fly, and if you do, you can hit it up on the green, but if you don't, <laughs> you're in the creek. And uh, 
I, there's just a lot of very challenging holes, as there are in a lot of golf courses in Montana. But Cottonwood Hills is tough. And so for a sophomore in high school to go out there and shoot a 71, unbelievable. She had it in her sights to maybe break the all-class record. I think the double-A scoring record was a two-day total of 144. And so she would have had to shoot a 73 to, to match that. The all-class record, I think, was 143. I think that's set by Maggie Crippen, Missoula Loyola. And so Johnson would have had to shoot a 72 on day two. She goes out and shoots a 77, which is still pretty dang good. And uh, she wins the thing going away. She won the, the medalist honor by the, for the AA girls by nine strokes. Uh, she was a little disappointed afterwards because I know that she thought she could uh, make a run at that all-time record. So she was a little emotional in her post-round interview. But still, pretty cool and pretty impressive for a sophomore uh, in Bella Johnson from Billings West to win the AA girls title. On the guy's side, Jordan Verge. If the last name sounds familiar, it's because Justice Verge was the 2018 and 2019 Class AA state champion from Gallatin uh, High School. Justice won those when he was at Bozeman High, and then those two transferred over to Gallatin when it first opened last year. But they're twins. So Jordan Verge gets a trophy for the trophy case, so that's pretty cool. He got three of the last four state championships are by the Verge brothers, uh, two for Justice and one for Jordan. But Jordan... Uh, he tore it up, man. Final round, six under 66. These guys, they're so infuriating. Man, I play golf like four times a week in the summer. It's the best part about this job because I, I go full bore 100 hours a week for uh, pretty much nine months of the year, and they get a little leeway, a little time out on the golf course in the summer. And, uh, man, I'm just dreaming of a 66. But these guys are in high school, and they're ripping it up. But that 66, the fourth best individual score in a double-A uh, golf tournament, and it gave Gallatin uh, the overall victory. Uh, for the team title as well. So Treasure City star number five, the Florence Falcons. I did not pick a single player. I just picked the Falcons as a team. They got it rolling, man. They got a whole bunch of pieces. They got a whole bunch of talent. They are maybe the cream of the crop in Class B. They're the top-ranked team right now at the midpoint of the football season. They're number one in the state at Class B. They're undefeated, 5-0. and uh, Pat Duchesne Sr., the head coach, Pat Duchesne Jr., the quarterback, and uh, all of the other contributing members supporting cast, they're they're rolling right along right now. So I know that uh, sometimes in Missoula there's uh, a game going on, uh, which we'll get to the Crosstown game that's going on tomorrow between Missoula Sentinel and Missoula Big Sky. But Florence ain't that far. Well, uh, activity going down the Bitterroot. Go check out the Falcons. Maybe you'll go see the Bronx, too. Some of the best football being played in the state of Montana right now down the Bitterroot Valley, uh, both by Hamilton and uh, the Florence Falcons. So congratulations to the Falcons on a great start, and we'll see if they can continue rolling. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Our good friend Carolyn's going to swing by. She's the chick who doesn't know sports. She brings the comedy every week. We also have an opportunity for you to win a pair of brunch vouchers to the AC Hotel in downtown Missoula. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home 
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.